When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're going on the run. Some bad men are coming to hurt us. We have to go where it's safe. And getting into some trouble. I'm not that old. I mean, you act kind of old sometimes, but we're still mostly young. I'm Jared Hall from Entertainment Weekly, and here's what to watch on Wednesday, July 14th. We're counting down today's top three must-see picks from TV and movies. But first, your entertainment headlines. Emmy nominations were announced yesterday, in case you missed it. We'll have more on those a bit later in the podcast. But for a full breakdown of nominees, including snubs and surprises, double and history-making nominations, and a whole lot more, be sure to check out our extensive coverage at EW.com. And you can join EW critic Kristen Baldwin and me on the latest episode of The Awardist Podcast, where Kristen also chats with The Crown stars Emma Corrin and Josh O'Connor, who became first-time nominees yesterday. It seems Nicolas Cage has been dethroned. EW has learned that Amazon Prime Video's planned drama series starring Cage as Joe Exotic, the eccentric Oklahoma zookeeper at the center of the hit Netflix docuseries Tiger King, is no longer in development. But don't worry, there's another Tiger King-inspired series in the works at Peacock, featuring John Cameron Mitchell as Exotic and Kate McKinnon as his rival Carol Baskin. The Bachelorette contestant Justin Glaze has apologized for his prior offensive tweets that recently circulated online, calling them, quote, ignorant and hurtful then, it's ignorant and hurtful now. On the Bachelor Happy Hour podcast, Glaze addressed the tweets that resurfaced on Reddit over the weekend, which were written between 2009 and 2011 when Glaze, now 27, was a teenager. In the post, he uses homophobic slurs and makes insulting comments about black women while also promoting colorism. Speaking with Becca Cuffrin and guest co-host Tasha Adams, Glaze said he wanted to hold himself accountable and has, quote, no issue with owning up and apologizing from the bottom of my heart for the really hurtful words that I used. For more on those stories, plus other news, reviews, interviews, and more, head on over to EW.com. Now, let's start some trouble with our top three picks. Good trouble, that is. The Freeform Drama is today's number three pick as it returns for the second part of its third season with chaos all around down at the Coterie. Callie is continuing to battle her ex, Jamie, in the biggest court case of her career, but still finds time to rekindle her romance with Gael, who, in case you forgot, has a baby on the way with another girl. Things aren't any less complicated for Mariana, who faces a difficult choice between Evan and her friends from the Fight Club. Meanwhile, Malika tries to navigate her changing relationship structure with Isaac. Alice heads back to the problematic comedy program thanks to some unexpected help. And Dennis makes his return, causing Davia to question everything. And this is just the premiere, folks. Here's a preview. I need you. If you really are back, 
you are gonna have to prove it. I'm not trying to pitch y'all against each other, but we can only hire one of you for the paid position. You're a lady. I'm your competition. I'm working two jobs, and I need that money. So, what does that mean for us? I stood up for all of us who've been called diverse instead of our names. And I can't believe I was standing alone. You had something to do with the disappearance of a witness. The FBI have nothing to go on. Why hire me as your lawyer? I trust you. I was secretly dating our old boss. You betrayed us. I have to choose between my friends and Evan. I don't want to lose you. I love you. This is the kind of chaotic energy we love to see from this show. Good Trouble returns tonight at 10 on Freeform. Time to shake things up with our number two pick, Gunpowder Milkshake, which might just be the best title for an action movie since Atomic Blonde. The Netflix film stars Karen Gillum as Sam, a fierce hit woman abandoned by her mother at 12 and raised by The Firm, the ruthless crime syndicate her mom worked for. Now, Sam uses her very particular set of skills to clean up The Firm's most dangerous messes. But when a high-risk job goes wrong, she has to choose between serving the firm and protecting the life of an innocent eight-year-old girl. With a target on her back, Sam has only one chance to survive, reunite with her mother and her lethal associates, the librarians. It's three generations of women versus an army of henchmen. And our money's definitely not on the henchmen. Here's a bit of the trailer. Some bad men are coming to hurt us. We have to go where it's safe. Okay. I'm gonna teach you to always guard your back. Hi, Mom. Am I a grandmother? God, no. <sighs> where have you been for the last 15 years? Around. Making sure you're safe. I'm gonna do terrible things to you girls. We're gonna bring the sky down on their heads. Recognize those voices? The movie also stars Lena Headey as Sam's mom and Angela Bassett, Michelle Yeoh, and Carla Gugino as the librarians. Talk about empowered women. You can stream Gunpowder Milkshake on Netflix right now. It's trivia time. Gunpowder Milkshake star Lena Headey remains best known for her Game of Thrones role, but before playing Queen Cersei, Headey took up the role of what iconic action heroine? Lara Croft, Sarah Connor, or Ellen Ripley? Stick around for the answer and our number one pick. What to Watch will be right back. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome back to EW's What to Watch. Now that this year's Emmy nominees have been announced, you may be wondering where you can catch up on the nominated shows before the ceremony in September. 
Perennial Emmy darling The Crown and Disney's The Mandalorian led the way with a whopping 24 nominations each. As always, you can find those streaming on Netflix and Disney Plus, respectively. WandaVision was close behind with 23 nods, setting a high bar for future Marvel series. That one's also streaming on Disney Plus. After that comes Lovecraft Country, which scored 18 nominations, despite having already been canceled by HBO. You can stream the show on HBO Max, and who knows, maybe a surge in streams will get it uncanceled. And let's also shout out I May Destroy You, which received nine nominations after being infamously snubbed by the Golden Globes earlier this year. That one's also streaming on HBO Max, and it's an absolute must-watch if you have not gotten around to it yet. Head on over to EW.com for much more on the 2021 Emmy nominations and a fuller list of where to watch the nominated shows. The 73rd Primetime Emmy Awards will air September 19th on CBS. And now we are burdened with the glorious purpose of revealing our number one pick, the season finale of Loki. Marvel's time-twisting series is wrapping things up today, at least for now, and we know basically nothing for sure, as of this podcast recording, about what we'll see in the finale as Loki and Sylvie head out of the void and toward that mysterious citadel. However, lots of fans suspect that time-traveling villain Kang the Conqueror will show up and perhaps has been reigning over the TVA all this time. The show has been dropping a lot of hints and Easter eggs about Kang, and Jonathan Majors is reportedly playing the character in future movies. Whatever goes down in the finale, though, this series has already been quite a wild ride. Who'd have guessed we'd see an alligator version of Loki before this was all over? And let's pour one out for Richard E. Grant's classic Loki, who sacrificed himself to save the Loki we all know and love. Grant recently spoke to EW's Devin Kogan about his Alligator co-star and his pitch for a Loki spinoff. Alligator to Loki was fantastic because in reality, he was three stuffed sofa cushions that had been sewn roughly together um, to react to. And the fact that I was the only person who could understand and interpret what he was saying was just fantastic. And I think it's the perfect segue into having classic old Loki and Alligator as a sub-sub-sub series to go to next.com. If you could organize that, Devon, I'd be very grateful. I was going to say, I mean, would you be willing to reprise this character further down the line? If I had a muscle suit, most certainly. Yeah. Be sure to check out that full interview on EW.com. It is a pure delight. And you can stream the season finale of Loki on Disney Plus right now. And lastly today, the answer to our trivia question. Before starring on Game of Thrones, Lita Headey took up the role of what iconic action heroine? Lara Croft, Sarah Connor, or Ellen Ripley? Let's terminate the suspense here. The answer is Sarah Connor. Headey played the character on the cult favorite Fox series, Terminator, the Sarah Connor Chronicles from 2008 to 2009. Incidentally, her Thrones co-star Amelia Clark also played Sarah Connor in 2015's Terminator Genesis. We also forgot that happened. 
Well, that is going to do it for today's episode. We'll have more news and must-see picks for you tomorrow, so be sure to follow or subscribe to What to Watch so you don't miss our daily recommendations, more of which can be found at EW.com. I'm Senior TV Editor Jared Hall. You can find us on Twitter at EW and at Jared Hall. Thanks so much for listening, and have a great day. What to Watch. Today's episode of What to Watch was written by Tyler Aquilina edited and produced by Joshua Heller, hosted and produced by Jared Hall, and executive produced by Shana Naomi Crockmall and Carly Usden.